Hey everybody, happy Tuesday. How's everybody doing? How's your day going? Good, I hope. Good. Let's get right into it. Today's topic, I think I want to talk about energy. I want to talk about energy um, because I, so I'm at work, let me just get right into it. I'm at work and, uh, which means I'm headed home from work right now. I'm at work. And one of the other, uh, one of the interns calls in and, uh, she she had an appointment with another therapist and some stuff happened. She couldn't, you know, she wasn't gonna be able to make the appointment. So I taught, let me back up a little bit. So I, the type of therapist I am, I definitely like to, I only give the type of massages that I know I'm able to give. And right now I'm pretty proficient at regular Swedish relaxation massage. I'm not that proficient at stretching myofascial, neuromuscular, trigger point, you know, I'm not, I've done it and I can, I'm able to do it, but I'm not really proficient at it. So I don't incorporate it in a lot of my, my a lot of my massages. I do here and there. Um, if it, if it's fluid and it flows and it just kind of happens, but for me to plan it, I haven't started doing that yet. So anyway, back to the story. Um, so the intern wanted to get a massage by another massage therapist. They weren't able to do it. So she, I'm like, do you want to reschedule? And she's like, hey, you know, she started hesitating. I'm like, eh, I was going to do it for her today, but I'm like, she, she wanted to come in at like five. I'm like, I'm, no, I'm, I've been there since 9am. She wanted an 80 minute. I'd have been getting home like eight thirty, nine o'clock. So I'm like, mm, I'm not going to do it today. So I said, well, if you want, if you don't want to, because we weren't sure when the therapist was going to, you know, be back on the schedule. I'm like, I can do it tomorrow. So that way I can plan. I'm like, I can come in later so I can, you know, if she still wanted to come in at five. That way I can, you know, I'm not spending five, ten minutes with my family every day. You know, I get some time with my family. That's important to me. So anyway, um, you know, she the first thing she asked me, she's like, do you do stretching? And I'm not going to lie. No, I really don't. I might do a little bit of stretching, the stretches that I'm, I'm comfortable with and I'm um, proficient at, but there's therapists that really incorporate, excuse me, incorporate a lot of stretches in their massage. And I'm, I'm not one of them and it's good and I want to get better, but I've, I haven't had a steady enough clientele to do that. Like I have there's, I have two clients that I have like two steady clients that I pretty three, three clients that I pretty much get on a consistent basis. One comes every two weeks. So I haven't really had him that often, but he comes consistent enough to where I, I can, you know, let me try this. Let me try this. And then two others come pretty much weekly. One guy comes twice a week. The other one comes pretty much weekly and I can do that. I, let me try this and let me try that. And if it works on them, then I'll, you know, try it on a random person who comes in. But I don't like trying new things on random people because I don't know their body and I don't know how they're going to um, react to it or how they're going to. Because the thing about massage is people come in with most people. Let me take that back. Most people come in with certain expectations. And if you don't meet their expectations, they don't think it's a good massage. Even if you know what you're doing to their body is good for them. <laughs> if it's not what they expected, then it's it's not it's considered not to be uh, a good massage. So anyway, 
going back so the, the interns like you know i still want to get the massage i'm like i can do it for you she's like do you do stretching i'm like not really i'm not really good at it and i don't want to you know and when i say good at it i'm not again i'm not i'm not good at it to the point where i know i'm not helping the the client because with stretching it's it's very um specific you know you want to be able to stretch uh, a certain part of the muscle so it, it best benefits the client you know and move the joint a certain way so it's not uncomfortable and etc cetera, etc cetera. it's benefiting the client and it feels good you know and it, it helps them in the future you know it's all those things to take into consideration so it's not something I take lightly and not something I do yeah I'll go ahead and try it yeah that's for me I, I, I just don't do that so I tell her that and she's like okay well it's cool just you know do what you know I'm like, all right, cool. So somehow we get into, you know, she's a talker. And I'm, if you're a talker, I become a talker. <laughs> you know, I just, it's just, I don't know. If, if I feel comfortable enough to kind of talk to you, then I'll, I end up becoming a talker. <laughs> so she starts talking about, she's like, I need your, um, she's like, I'm going to ask your opinion about something. She's like, I want to, she wants to continue to do the internship. So what I did, again, I got to deviate from the story. So when I did my internship, you have an option. You can do the regular 50-hour internship and, you know, be done with it. Get your, you know, take your test and become a therapist. You know, do the 50 hours be done. Finito. Or you can do 120 hours internship and you get money back so you pay for the classes I think I've mentioned this before you know let's just say for example it's like four grand you pay for the classes but you do 120 hours and you get about a grand back so I after I I really wanted to do that but after 20 hours <laughs> After my first 20 hours, I'm like, nah, a hundred more. Oh, this is going to take forever. And it really wouldn't. It would, it would probably take, if you were, if you had the time that I had, cause I was up there every day, it might take about, cause I did 50 hours in like, what, two months. So maybe four and a half months, maybe four and a half months to take you to do 120 hours. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to wait that long. So I did my 50 and I'm like, I'm done. I ended up doing... I ended up doing 80 total, though, because after I did my 50 hours, I had to, you know, wait to schedule and take the Mblex and all this other crap. So I, I kept interning, and I chose to, to keep going to basically massage for free is what internship is, is you work for free. I wanted to get, I wanted to keep rapport with my clients, and I, I wanted to continue to get the experience. Um, and I, I feel that that worked for me because the clients that I can, you know, as I continued to internship, even though I was, I had already completed my minimum of 50 hours, I built up a really good rapport with some of the clients and now they they stayed with me. They came over, you know, from my internship to my license. So anyway, so she's like, um, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if I, sh she's wondering about doing the same thing. She's like, I want to do the 120 hours, but if I don't do the 120 hours, 
you know, well, do you think it'll be okay? And I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. You know, if you don't do the 120, you don't do 120. The only thing is you don't get the money back. That's it. You just get the experience and you get the extra hours on your, on your transcript. You know, it doesn't, it's not, it's not going to hurt you at all. I mean, if anything, it's just going to take up your time. But if you have the time to give like I did, then do it. But if not, if you're working or you, you know, whatever, you have other obligations, then, you know, I'm not basically telling you have to do it for herself. So then she goes into, well, you know, I'm thinking about it because, you know, of her opportunities that are coming up for her and what she wants to do after she gets her license. So she brings up, she's a certified Reiki master. Now, she's, now this lady, she's cool. She's real cool, cool lady. Um, she is very, she's very, She's, she's very, what's the word I'm looking for? She seems very knowledgeable about a lot of stuff. You know, I can tell she, she looks into information. She doesn't just pull it out the crack of her ass and talk about whatever she thinks she knows. She does look stuff up. But she also, um, I think, is not as in tune with other people as she thinks she is she is but she's she's not it's hard to explain because she she came to me and she talks to me a lot um but one thing that i i don't quite get is she can sometimes be late for her appointments which i think is very very bad practice in the type of business that we do People, again, people have expectations and they are paying for something. They're, they're paying for a specific type of service. And most people, when they show up to their massage, especially the ones that show up five, ten minutes early, they expect to come in and, and get right to it. They want to come in, go to the bathroom, do whatever, and get right to the massage. So when they come in and they have to wait, to me, and it's only in my little bit, you know, my as I'd say, opinions are just like buttholes. Everybody got one and most times shit comes out. It's 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 very bad practice to have somebody come in and then wait on you. Because when you come in, when the therapist comes in, you still have to come. You have to set up your table. You have to make sure the table's the right height. That You know, like I when I, I always try to make sure I'm 30 so 40 minutes early before my scheduled massage because I like to have the bed warmed I'll, you know if I know the client I put the bed warmer on I have the sheets ready I always have you know water you know things that you have to kind of prep it's kind of prepping which is why I'm kind of seeing how massage does cost you know it's, it's a lot at least for me a lot that I do before my massage you know and that includes what we started talking about was energy work and I, th- you know, I'm thinking you're a Reiki master, but you don't put as much energy and thought into your clients as I- and me personally. I think you should. But she did point something out. You know, she said as a Reiki master, I don't change and manipulate people's energy. I help them change and manipulate it themselves because I can't control their energy. They have to control themselves. And I'm like, okay, that's that's a, to me that's a very. Um, wise thing to say and I say wise and not intelligent or knowledgeable because it's something that is practiced you've done it before you know it's a very wise thing to say as a 
and I'm not a Reiki master. You, you know, my husband's a Reiki master. I don't, I'm not, I don't do Reiki at all, but I do um, a little bit of energy work while I massage. And I noticed I don't, I can't manipulate another person's energy without their help. At least from what I'm noticing. The person has to be open. And now, I don't, I don't put it past, I don't think it's impossible. Let me say this, I don't think it's impossible for, let's say, someone to manipulate someone else's energy. But they got to be damn good at what they do. <laughs> they have to be damn, because to me, energy is like free will. Your energy is your free will, so to speak. Your energy is what you think, how you do, how you live. Your, your energy is, is your essence, your aura, your whatever. It's your self that is filling this vessel, this meat package that we're carrying around. It's what animates this body, so to speak, for lack of better words, lack of better explanation. It is what is animating this vessel. So... For someone to be able to totally manipulate that, that's damn near demonic, you know. It's getting to the, it's getting into possession, really, you know, if you think about it. So I don't consider Reiki or energy work somebody totally manipulating and, and changing your energy. It's it's us sort of helping you do it, making bringing you to the realization and the and the awareness of it, you know, guiding you to it so to speak and we can do sort of kind of a little bit it's just like muscles it's just like when I do massage I can manipulate your muscles but I can't you know make you walk and and run and do a whole bunch of other stuff I can just kind of manipulate and do little tweaks and twerks to your to your muscles individually and I think it's the same with energy work Reiki chakras and whatever so um you know, we talked about that and we had a, we had a good conversation, you know, and she's and uh, we talked about how we incorporated in our massage and uh, how I incorporated. And, you know, like I said, I, I it's easier when I when people are open with their energy and it kind of goes hand in hand when I have somebody who is more tight and they're flexing and they're they're tensing up when I massage them it's they're going to be the same way with their energy they're very um, protective of their energy there is as people are protective with their body they're protective with their energy but when I have people who are like dead not as a bad term to use but when they, they're very lucid and limber I can pick their hand up and I can let it go and it'll drop on the table because they're 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 comfortable they're they're not as protective with their their space and their energy and their body this this shit has been saying 22 million you know okay i'm sorry off topic um so i noticed that goes hand in hand people who are more open with their body and allow me to manipulate their body any way that I want manipulate the muscles and do the massage the way I want they're not like if I pick up their hand they're not helping me or moving it for me if I move their leg they don't move it and help me they just allow themselves to be limp was the word I was looking for the more limp they are I notice the more open they are with their energy as well so I, I usually only do energy with 
those people. And I'm starting to notice when I um, do the massage that I do and their parasympathetic kicks in. To me, I know when they're parasympathetic because, you know, the sympathetic is fight or flight. Parasympathetic is rest and digest. Every massage that I know I'm doing real, that I feel like I'm really, you know, getting into the parasympathetic and allowing them to relax and rest and letting them really sort of, for lack of a better word, and give in to me, their stomach always growls. <laughs> and most people, some of them, few people are like, oh my gosh, I don't know why. And, it, and I mean, when it growls, it growls loudly. And their stomach is, it's working, it's moving. And I always say, hey, that's a good sign to me. It's a good sign to me. I'm getting that blood flowing. I'm getting that, you know, um, those, uh, those nerves to cut to to let to give in to let go for the stress to sort of you know the tension to be released you know for your body to relax so uh when i hear a growling stomach this is just for me personally my perspective i'm not speaking for all massage therapists or when you get a massage this should happen but when i give a massage and i hear your stomach growl and it growls loudly, and it doesn't happen right before the session, it happens into the session, because if it happens right before the session, then maybe you are just hungry, <laughs> but if it happens, it usually happens when I'm, because I do the back, I do the legs, flip over, or turn over, and when I get to that foot, and I start going up that leg, it usually happens every single time, you guys, every single time, it never fails, I do the back, I do the legs, flip over onto the back, start on the foot, start, as soon as I start going up that leg, it happens, I hear it, and it's like music to my ears, and usually, sometimes, the person sleep, <laughs> which isn't even, it's not a better sign for me, but it's that I like giving those relaxing, calming, put your ass to sleep massages, I do. I do, because that's the kind I like to receive. Now, not everybody likes that type of massage. Some people like the the massage where it wakes your muscles up and gets them going. And Okay, thanks, Siri. She just yelled in my ear that there was a lane closure. I got my headphones in, sorry. Oh, great. This is probably going to put me behind another 20 minutes, damn it. Oh, well, that's all right. I get to keep blabbing on about, you know, jibber-jabber with y'all. So, um... No, I th- I think that's a wonderful thing when I can get that parasympathetic system, you know, the nervous system going and I get that tension release and I get those endorphins. That's what's being released. Maybe oxy, uh, oxy, uh, oxy, um, what's the other one? Whatever one relaxes you. I get those um, hormones, you know, flowing. So anyway, that's pretty much, I didn't have much to talk about. I just wanted to talk about, oh, energy. Yeah. Energy. It's never energy. It was the first, I don't know which, whatever law it is of thermodynamics. Energy is never created or destroyed. It's only transferred. I did a, a class or, um, when I took my MTI, which is massage therapy instructor class, as a um, project, we had to teach a class. So I taught um, an introductory to Reiki. You know, and again, I told them I'm not a Reiki practitioner, nor am I a Reiki master. I'm only speaking from the research I've done, and of course, 
from the experiences I had with my husband. So, you know, I, I brought that up and um, I talk about how the body is a conductor, how we are a conductor of energy. And um, I also brought up the fact that, you know, a lot of therapists, we deal with that transference of energy. Okay, thank you, Siri. You told me that already. Sorry. <laughs> um, when we when we first massage, if we are not um, aware of our own energy and being able to ground ourselves so we don't take on other people's energy, it can really make you sick. Because other people, if they're holding on to stress or bad energy or something has happened to them and they... Uh, transfer it to you because you're not grounded and you're not um, moving that energy through you. You're just taking it on. You know, that's how I see it. When you're not grounded, you're, you're, because when you're grounded and somebody, so it's the same concept as literally being, when they say if if you're, if you get struck by lightning, ground yourself, like literally, because it goes through the ground. The energy is transferred to through you to the ground and the and the the earth the ground nature can better um, use that energy because negative and positive energy is not good and bad it's only how it's charged but and negative is not always bad energy but however like let's say somebody has bad energy in them it's not necessarily mean that it's negatively charged it could be positively charged so anyway i'm getting on topic so if you're not grounded and you're giving somebody a massage that that energy just goes into you period it doesn't go anywhere else so i have had that and i've had that recently because i'm not i'm still learning myself how to ground myself and i had a lady you guys i gave her a massage and i felt absolutely nauseous like, I just felt nauseous all the way up until she left. Like, I had to keep taking deep breaths because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a puke. I'm a puke on her. I'm a puke. Like, I kept getting ready to have to stop the massage. Because I'm like, and I knew it was her. I knew it was her. And I'm like, I'm taking on whatever. And she was just raving. Oh, my gosh, it's wonderful. And I'm thinking, yeah, bitch, because I'm taking all whatever the fuck you got. Excuse my language. I'm taking it on. I'm taking it all from you. And I don't know what to do with it. I couldn't get rid of it. And it didn't leave until she left. So, um, I don't know. You can believe it or not, but that shit happened. And it wasn't until she, I'm sorry, I had to open the window. Just thinking about it. Wow, sitting here thinking about it is making me nauseous. That's probably really loud. All the cars outside. Let me roll this back up. So, uh. Yeah, I had to, I had to, um, after she left, like immediately when she walked out the door because she was, she booked another appointment with me and she's like, I, you know, I'm sorry, coming to you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool, that's great. But I, you know, I need you to go because I'm, I'm about to vomit. And as soon as she walked out the door, I, I started feeling better. I started feeling better. So like, I have to prepare for her because I know if I don't ground myself or find a way to transfer that energy into something else, I'm, I I'm not going to be able to work with her. I'm not going to be able to work with her. But that's also why, you know, I was talking with the, the intern and I was telling her, my, that's why my husband doesn't 
really take on just anybody because what's going to happen with that lady, which is what I'm sort of going back and forth with myself about, what's going to happen with that lady? She's going to go back and do whatever it is she wants to do. She's going to go back and do whatever she was doing from before I gave her that massage. And what I told her in the room, I said, you got to make a lifestyle change. I said, if you want changes to happen to your body, you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. (laughs) That is by definition insanity. Doing the same thing and expecting something different to happen. You can't keep doing this and then coming back to me and getting a quick fix and then going back and doing what you were doing before and expecting your, you know, you not to feel like shit after doing what you did. You can't just change what you eat and drink. You have to change who you're around, how you're sleeping, how you're, you have to change literally. That's why it's called a lifestyle change. You are changing the style of your life (laughs) in its entirety, in perpetuity. It's my new favorite word, in perpetuity. Am I saying that right? In perpetuity. You have to change it forever. Not just a little while, not till it gets better. You know, it's not, it's not a, um, it's not amoxicillin. It's not, you know, what the, it's not a, uh, um, antibiotic. You don't take it until you're done with the antibiotic or most people take antibiotics till they feel better. And then no, you have to continue to take that medicine, which is doing better, you know, eating better, living better forever. If, if you want to be better. If you want to feel better all the time. Now, if you want to sit around and and keep, you know, feeling better, you know, from time to time. And you want to eat your cake and feel good for that moment. Drink your beer, smoke your cigarette, take your drugs, whatever. Your go have random hookups, whatever, whatever you float your boat, whatever your quick fix is. If you want to keep doing that and don't care or know about the consequences and don't care, then by all means, do that. But don't say, I want to do this. I want to make this change. I want to have a change in my life. But you only want to change certain things. You have to change everything. And no, it's not easy. Dealing with it myself, it's not easy at all. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. So anyway, I was supposed to be talking about energy. And I totally started talking about something totally else something totally different um so anyway i'm done blabbing for today i think i don't know how long i've been blabbing let's see see what the time is put my passcode in go to the page 26 minutes i think that's pretty good i think that's decent so yeah i'm gonna stop it here driving home jibber jabbered about I don't know, what did we talk about? Really, energy today? Yeah. Yeah, talk about energy. So, as I always say, drop a line. Hit me up. You guys have any topics that you want to talk about? Or if you have input, please, to my two listeners, (laughs) drop me a line. Let me know what's going on. Let me, if you have a question. Ooh, ask me a question. I'll ask it over the podcast I don't have to say your name or your email or whatever I just ask the question you know we can have a a, you know question answering day or whatnot 
or a topic, you know, that you, what do you think about this? What do you think about birth control? What do you think about, you know, I don't know, whatever. I was going to raise it. What do you think about Trump? Oh, let me get on that. No. Um, oh yeah, I should, I should talk about that next. Not Trump, but just the, anyway, I'm not, yeah, I'm going to be quiet. So, uh, as always, Z-I-O-N-I-N-C-1313, that's one three, the numbers not spelled out, Zion Inc. 13 at gmail.com, or they have, you know, the little app on here, or, you know, the, where you can leave a voice message, so, come on now, hit me up, guys, let me know, peace and blessings.